Well, happy Monday and welcome to the Monday Minute from the Hunt Backcountry podcast. In this show, we're going to talk about packing heavy loads and how Steve prepares for hauling 100 plus pound loads when he's not really that big of a guy. It's a listener question that you'll hear and we'll get into that in just a second. Before we do, I want to remind you guys as listeners, if you have any questions about anything, basically hunting tactics, uh, our podcast, the company, anything like that, send us an email to podcast at xomountaingear.com and we might answer your question on a future Monday Minute episode. Also, we have a giveaway this month in May of 2019 from Onyx Maps and Ivory Holsters. It's really simple to enter. Just check out the link in the description or go to xomountaingear.com forward slash podcast to get entered to win those prizes. Finally, you guys have heard in previous Monday Minutes about new K3 products coming from Exo Mountain Gear. This past Friday, we just released some sneak peek photos of the new 4800 bag. We've released some sneak peek photos of the new K3 frame, and we have more coming soon. So there's kind of two great ways to check that out. One is go sign up at exomountaingear.com forward slash 2019. You just enter your email, and it'll make sure that you get future updates as we release information exclusively through that channel. Another place to see those photos I mentioned is on the Exo Mountain Gear user group on Facebook. You don't have to have a Facebook account to get to it. Just go to exomountaingear.com forward slash group and you can see those photos. Those links will also be in the description. Finally, I think one of the things that inspired the question from this listener is probably a video that showed Steve packing out a couple elk quarters plus camp and everything else on his XO. And you kind of see it's a crazy big heavy load and Steve's not a big guy. I'm just assuming that that's kind of what influenced this question. If you guys haven't seen that, it's uh, from Land of the Free back in 2017, actually. And it also just shows how you load an XO pack. So if you guys are interested, you can check that out and see that process. Just check out the link in the description below. It'll take you over to a quick YouTube clip and you can check that out. Okay, let's get into this listener question and answering. How is Steve such a beast? Steve, happy Monday. How's it going? Very, very good, man. How are you doing? Good. So I have a surprise for you on this Monday Minute. I like it. All right. So we got into this email, and I'm just going to read it, okay? And then we can uh, we can talk about your, your reactions and answers here. So it says, uh, this is obviously from a podcast listener. So I see from video that Steve isn't a big frame guy. No insultment at all, as I've seen videos and heard him speak of carrying 130 some odd pound packs. I guess I have a couple of questions. Steve, how do you keep in shape for these heavy packing trips? I know you said you bike and hike heavy sometimes, but I guess I'm wondering if you hit the gym with a specific exercise. I like to lift and run, but I've learned some huge lessons over the years from being a college football player transitioning into backcountry hunting that excess muscle is worthless on the mountain and can hit inhibit a hunt uh so basically goes on to say you know i've i've hunted for quite a few years and i'm really still trying to wrap my head around a great way to pack 130 pound loads several miles with elevation and i'm wondering what you do steve to keep in shape for that type of thing so I, I think that's an interesting question. He brings up a lot of good points, some things we've considered. I'd also throw out there a good podcast episode to listen to. If you guys haven't heard it, is episode 132. We actually talked a bit uh, in depth with, uh, with someone that's done research on hiking heavy with the military. And so he goes through protocols and things like that. But it's interesting, Steve, on a couple of accounts, I wanted to bring it up to you is one, you're not 
super strategic about you don't you don't go in the gym with a regiment, um, which is one of the questions this guy asked about. And then I also know that this has changed for you over the years. So how do you like today versus in the past still maintain the ability to hike those heavy loads? Uh, yeah, I don't go to the gym ever at all. Period. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, I just have a really bad lower back. My, uh, uh bottom three, uh, uh, vertebrae discs or whatever. I herniated when I was in my early twenties and, uh, I really can't go to the gym. I can't lift. I can't run. There's a bunch of stuff I can't do, uh, cause it, my back ends up hurting. So stinking bad for the week after that's not worth it. Um, I had a cool, I was a, a big, big sports family, grew up. Uh, football, basketball, baseball. And anyways, uh, I think it was seventh grade AAU basketball. I had um, a coach that, you know, we, obviously in sports you you have conditioning. You, you practice the whole time. And the end of it, you, you know, especially football, you're doing sprints and runs and stuff like that. My, I had this basketball coach uh, that – actually, let me go back. In my sixth grade basketball coach was this crazy drill sergeant – that we practiced and then we had a stupid amount of conditioning we had to do at the end of every practice. I mean, painful, brutal, uh, doing your ladders up and down the, the basketball court. Um, and he was, it was like, I think he was like ex military or something like that. If I remember right. And he was, he was a drill sergeant. We then, and then playing in the games and the basketball games, we were in good shape. Uh, seventh grade summer basketball. I had uh, this basketball coach who basically said, if you guys practice super, super hard, you don't have to do conditioning. So if, if you're not lollygagging, you're playing at full speed, you don't have to, we don't have to condition at the end of it. That was, uh, it's, I mean, it's been a long time since I was in seventh grade basketball. That is still stuck with me to this day because well, that was the most in shape I had ever been up to that point of, of playing. Because you just, you practice the activity that you were doing in it and you practice it with an intensity. Um and I just always carried that through to what I to what I do. So uh, my to answer his question, I right now I hike and I mountain bike um, and I hike with purpose and intensity. I know we've, uh, I'm recalling talking about a podcast. I track all of my there's this great app out there called Strava that I started using for mountain biking and I also use it for hiking and you can create segments. Uh, so this hill that's across my house. Um, I have a segment for it and every single time I hike that I'm tracking my time. I'm basically racing myself. Um, and I'm very, very competitive even with myself. So I want to, every single time I go, I do, I have uh, different weights that I'll, I'll record as the, at the end of the, excuse me, at the end of the hike and, and track like, okay, I did it with 40 pounds today. This day was 110 pounds. Um, and so I'm always racing myself. So every time I go out and do something that's productive, I don't just kind of slap a pack on and, and, you know, willy nilly walk, walk around and, and hope to get something out of that. So I have uh, more recently, I think I've been doing so much heavy, heavy hikes, especially working on this K3 frame that uh, I actually went back and stuff just went down like 40 pounds. And I've been doing Mark, I was talking with you about this. I've been doing more. I'll do lunges. So climbing up the hill. I'll do these sets. I'll do a hundred lunges, a hundred like high knees, a hundred butt kicks, a uh, hundred side steps, and then I'll do three sets of that all the way up the mountain. And I've really felt because uh, you're kind of getting, you know, just working those muscles a little bit more on each side of them uh, than you would when you're just normally walking. So it'll help kind of replicate 
you know, coming off a really steep hill or something like that uh, with heavy weight in the mountains. Um, and then, yeah, the other thing I do is, is mountain bike when, uh, if you live in an area that has mountain bike trails, I honestly don't think there's anything better that you could possibly do than get out there and bike a lot. When I was, when I was biking a ton, um, I could, you know, I was basically invincible. I mean, that's how I felt anyways. I could just look at a 2000 foot climb and, and feel like I wasn't even going to break a sweat getting up that thing. So, um, said a lot, definitely that's changed over the last three, four years and being dad life here. But, uh, um, someday I'll get back to that kind of conditioning that I was in. But again, uh, practice, practice what you do. Uh, I think going to the gym and slapping a bunch of weights on his point of uh, a bunch of extra muscles, completely pointless. I'll see some guys out there that are just, you know, they're promoting hunting and getting in, in crazy good shape. At the end of the day, I don't think some of those, you know, the muscle on your bicep is not going to do a damn thing for you when you're up there in the mountains. So, um, unless you're holding onto a tree limb, hanging off the edge of a cliff for an hour, then that guy's got an advantage over me. <laughs> but uh, that's probably not our- a super realistic scenario. Yeah. Um, you're just packing a bunch of extra weight. So just, yeah, be kind of lean and mean. And, um, yeah, I guess that's my advice. I'm, um, and then, uh, I'll preface all of that with 130 pounds over five miles has some serious degree of suck to it, right? Like that just, it, it's not like you just stroll on, on down the road and that's easy. So I think a lot of that is getting into the right mindset of, um, even though this is going to be a really physical hard workout, it's short term. It's not going to last forever. And the rewards when you get back to the truck to me are priceless. That's the best feeling in the world dropping that heavy, you know, hundred plus pound pack on the back of the tailgate. And we always have a six pack of beer and a cooler in the back of the truck to celebrate. So, um, that's, uh, you know, it's a mindset game as well. Yeah. I'll just throw in like as a flatlander, I've tried a lot of different approaches and obviously I hike as much as I can. And I try to hit as much elevation as I can, but I know that there's guys who struggle to hit elevation at all. You know, if you're in, Kansas, Texas, like there's just some guys who flat out can't find elevation. I'm lucky that even though I'm a flatlander, I can get some decent pulls. Um, But I would say in terms of like in the gym stuff or just more workouts and not just hiking, which I think is hiking with weight. The best way to get better at that is to hike with weight. But beyond that, um, three things come to mind and I've, I've tried so many different programs over the years, but three specific things come to mind that I think reap the most benefit for me transitioning from like flight line to mountains. Um, one is just weighted step ups, which are horrible and boring and I hate myself, but they're really stinking effective. So literally heavy pack, step on a box, step down, switch legs, repeat as long as you can stand it essentially. Um, and again, you can play with, you can play with the weight of the pack. You can play with the intensity or like the pace of that. And so mix it up there. So that's one is just weighted step ups. Two would be sandbag get ups. Um, again, really simple, really stinking effective. Um, and beyond working the legs and the lungs, like it's pretty much a whole body workout. You do a lot like in, with sandbag get ups, you're strengthening the midsection and core quite a bit, which I think some people underestimate or don't think about enough when it comes to hiking with weight. It's so it's so important to be stable through your midsection, um, to transfer that weight. Um, 
So that one, and then the third would be some sort of drag. So like a tire drag or something to that effect. Basically, you're just adding resistance um, in place of elevation and pulling weight, and that can be incredibly effective. So if you guys don't know what those are, obviously just Google them. Um, easy to do, and some level of those uh, you'll find in good programs. Obviously, we have a free training program at xomountgear.com forward slash train that incorporates quite a bit of that. Um, but yeah, those are just some ideas on things to do beyond just hike or if you're the guy who's uh, stuck in the flatland. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, not jealous of you being not having like stuck there and having to do, you know, not be able to climb a hill and having to do box step ups. That would uh, that would definitely be a lot harder. Cool. Thanks, Steve. That's uh, I just you know, like the guy was asking, how is Steve a beast? We wanted to find out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think I'm a beast by any means, but <laughs> I, you know, I was. Uh, I just said so much of that is being in shape and then having that attitude of. Um, I embrace it, man. I like, I look for the hard pack outs on purpose cause I, they're, they're sickly enjoyable. Same reason we do the death hike, right? They're, uh, I, I enjoy that process of it and it's a complete, complete mind shift from, uh, you know, when I first started bow hunting to if some, if one of the guys in camp killed an elk two miles from the road, everybody was like, Oh, why'd you do that? You know, like <laughs> having a big hissy fit about it. Instead of just freaking manning up and getting it done. Um, and I think if you just take that good positive mindset into it uh, and, and flip it all around, you just enjoy the process and know that it's short term. And uh, at the end of it, the reward is, is all worth it. And at the same time, uh, I always like sometimes I'll look at it like, uh, hey, I could be doing I could be putting myself through the same misery for no freaking reason other than just to get a workout in. Uh, so sometimes I've definitely plop if when things are kind of really sucking i'll plop that into my head plant that little seed you know um well i got two thousand foot climb with this half an elk on my back but big deal if i was at home i'd be hiking anyways well that's a wrap on this monday minute guys thank you so much for tuning in don't forget to check out all the good links in the description below for the giveaway sneak peeks on the k3 frame 4800 bag and more we'll catch you guys here in a few days for a new full episode